This is Wildlife Conservation India podcast by Ela Foundation Pune India and the Wildlife People. In this episode, Dr. Henry Nolte develops the podcast from Alexander Gibson to India's second conservator of forests, Dr. Hugh Cleghorn of the Madras Presidency. Hugh Cleghorn belonged to the next generation, to that of Alexander Gibson. He was also an East India Company surgeon, Scottish, born in 1820, 20 years after Gibson. And he came not to the Bombay Presidency, but to the Madras Presidency, um, Initially, he was stationed in Shimoga in Karnataka, but after a short period there, he got ill and went back to Britain. And he was commissioned by the British Association in 1850 to write a report on the effect of deforestation on all sorts of factors, including climate change. And Alexander Gibson was one of the sources of evidence that he used in compiling that report. After he came back in 1851, he became the professor of materia medica in the medical college in Madras, was the secretary of the Agri-Horticultural Society, because like Gibson, he was also interested in economic plants that could be brought from all over the world for the benefit of India. But in 1856, rather belatedly, the Madras government followed the example of the Bombay one, and under Lord Harris, they decided they should have a conservator of forests, and in 1856, Cleghorn was appointed the first Madras Conservator of Forest. I don't think he ever met Gibson, but they certainly knew of each other's work. Cleghorn did that for about four years, and like Gibson's example, made extensive travels in the Western Ghats, surveying the forest resources and trying to work out a means that was compatible both with the inexhaustible timber requirements for the East India Company. By that time, it involved less of shipbuilding, more of things like railways to make railway sleepers but also with a concern that um, existing land rights should be honoured, um, local benefit, um, not just completely closing the forests, as tended to happen later. But after 1861, Cleghorn was assigned to much wider forest duties. He was sent to the north of India and based in Shimla, and there he did a similar sort of job, setting up a forest conservancy for the Punjab, which involved travels in the Himalayas, Himalayas, where the um, important timber trees were not teak as in the south, but things like deodar and in the plains, the sal. And he did that in collaboration with a German forester called Dietrich Brandis. And the two of them together, they didn't frame the Indian Forest Act, but they provided advice for the lawyers to put that together. And that was the first official legislation on forestry for India, which still acts as a, a sort of basis for the Indian Forest Service that we know today. And it is nice that um, both Gibson and Cleghorn now are becoming recognised for their founding role in that great enterprise. So it wasn't Cleghorn who was appointed the first Inspector General of Forests for India, it was Brandis, although 
on several occasions when Brandis went to Europe to recruit foresters for the new service. Cleghorn acted as general, but the point is that Cleghorn always knew that he would have to go back to Scotland and he wasn't ambitious to have the senior post. Like Gibson, Cleghorn also inherited a family estate in Scotland, although Cleghorn's was much bigger than Gibson's one at Ochenria. And Cleghorn's one was called Stravithy, and it was just outside St Andrews in the county of Fife, and it had been purchased by his grandfather. He'd been given the money to buy it by a very curious act whereby he persuaded the Swiss mercenaries who were holding Ceylon for the Dutch to change sides, and that was how Ceylon became British, and as a reward for that he was given money which enabled him to buy this 1,000-acre estate which still survives in the family in Scotland. It's not known that Cleghorn and Gibson ever met each other, but they certainly knew of each other's work. And there is a curious link, because the um, man who baptised Gibson in Lawrence Kirk in Kincardinshire was the professor of moral philosophy at St Andrews who taught Cleghorn, so there's a rather nice link there. Um, He was called George Cook. And they didn't really overlap, because Gibson came home in 1860, Cleghorn came home in 1867, the year that... Gibson died, so they wouldn't have met when they both had retired to Scotland. But they came from very much the same background at the end of the Scottish Enlightenment, which prided the kind of knowledge that was not abstract and theoretical, but practical knowledge. So both of those people put that kind of teaching into practice. When they came to India, it was the use of, you know, trees, trees of plants, of course. So it was that end of the Scottish Enlightenment tradition that both Gibson and Cleghorn embodied. For more episodes, log on to www.elafoundation.org slash podcasts. Wildlife Conservation India podcasts are now available on prominent platforms like SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher and iTunes. Stay tuned.